Uh, the first time that Iran uh, is going to be held uh, to uh, to a, a deal that that curtails their nuclear activities for 15 years, 10 years is one mark, and 15 years is another. Uh, I'm amazed at the number of people on both sides of the issue who are absolutely sure about what's going to happen. I mean, anybody who tells you that, well, X is going to happen because we've done Y, they're, they're, they're kidding themselves, including the advocates of the deal. You know, the advocates of the deal, this is what happens in Washington. You begin to, everything begins to get sold so hard that, that people lose a little bit of credibility because they're arguing um, fantasy. What, what's going to happen? Um, Iran will probably comply with the deal uh, for a while. Uh, because they're going to get money, and they've got to keep the flow of, of, of sanctions relief uh, coming. I bet they're going to cheat on the margins. Um, I don't know if they're going to, 10 or 15 years from now, move toward uh, nuclearization. They're not supposed to, according to the terms of the deal. Obviously, the opponents like, opponents like Dick Cheney are arguing that, well, Cheney's arguing a whole other level of, 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 of drama. He's saying that they're going to nuke us. That this deal leads to an inexorable pathway where they're going to end up by, by, by sending nuclear weapons our way. So put that aside, uh, there are a lot of opponents who say that this is a disaster, that this is going to lead to war. Obviously, advocates of the deal are saying that, uh, that if we don't do this, there'll be war. Nobody really knows what's going to happen, though. How has the president been as an effective salesman of this deal? Which Go ahead. No, no, no. He... he, he you know, he doesn't like selling Congress. It's not his favorite thing to do. He doesn't like calling up legislators and explaining to them patiently why they should do the things that he thinks are right. We, we know that. He has spent more time on this issue, selling, sort of, hand, you know, uh, artisanal selling, if you will, uh, of this issue than anything he's ever done with Congress. Um, he is better at arguing this case than the opponents of the deal are at arguing their case. I, that's my personal opinion. Is that because facts are inside? Well, look, again, I'll show my, my hand. Um, is the deal perfect? No. Uh, is the deal better than the alternative, which is no deal? That's the reality in which we exist. And that's his argument, look, in part. He, within the framework that they've created for themselves and then created for the world, that this is the deal. And, and if you don't do the deal, then bad things will happen. You know, yeah, the deal, is, the deal is better. I mean, if the deal didn't go through, and now we're talking about theory because it is going to go through. If the deal didn't go through, Iran would be free to go pursue its nuclear ambitions. The rest of the world would look at America as a sort of a feckless negotiator. With no more chance of sanctions. With no more chance of sanctions, a lot of the Republican opponents believe that America is powerful enough on the world yeah. stage to sanction Iran. But this was interesting to me, in, yeah. among many things about this. Uh, just today, Cameron, Alon, and Merkel, why we support the Iran deal, mm -hmm. number one. Mm -hmm. It is said in some reportage on this subject that one of the important turning points was that the foreign ministers of uh, these P5 plus one countries... Right came to Washington and right. met with Congress right. and said, we believe that this is essential and we can promise you that if you vote this thing down, sanctions are over. Right, right. This was not Russia and China telling Democratic senators right. that sanctions are over. These are our, our 
closest co-sanction closest allies and so and the so people who were imposing the sanctions so if the deal went down this is what would in short what would happen is the republicans would demand sanctions on companies that do business in iran but but since france germany and great britain are or would all stick to the deal their companies would be allowed to go into iran we'd be in a position where we'd be setting up a trade war with our closest allies because right. we're going to start sanctioning french oil companies for doing business that the french government says according to this deal we can do that's not that's not realistic that's not a realistic scenario uh and and they're all in favor of this deal saying look yeah the president did all he could we couldn't have gotten more this is a good deal yeah. not a perfect deal but a good deal. We'll never know if you can get more. But that's that's you know the same thing is true when you go buy a car. You never know if you got the best price. But all but, these people, people are saying that essentially. Absolutely. I mean, there's nobody stepping up saying, "Oh man, I was really opposed to this deal because the president could no, have no. negotiated." That'll better. come later when everything goes sideways. But yeah, right now, right. everybody, everybody is everybody is 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 for the as much for the deal as Obama is for the deal. And the in the the other P five plus one countries, they they don't have the same legislative drama that's going on here. So what about this aspect of Republican? Republicans all opposing the deal, saying that if they become president, any one of them, mm-hmm. they're going to drown the deal. Right, right. Um, I think that that's an easy thing to say on the campaign trail. It's probably a harder thing to do once you get into.